Are you ready to proclaim the victory that Jesus has given you? Trendybeats.com
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, ancient of days. Thank you, Alpha and Omega. I am that I am the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. We appreciate you today. We thank you. We bless your name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the adoration. We give you all the exhortation. For you are good and your mercy endureth forever. The life given unto us today. It is not by our might, it's not by our power, it's not because we are the most prayerful people on this earth. It is not because we are the most righteous people, it is simply because your grace abounds, and today we are partaker of your grace and your mercy. We give you all the praise, we give you all the adoration, we exalt your name. Ancient of days, I am that I am. We thank you, Lord, and we appreciate you. a beautiful Friday that the Lord has given unto us. And the Bible says that we should rejoice and be happy for the Lord has given us what it takes to be part of the living. That is the breath, blood flowing through our veins. We are able to wake up from our bed, move and live and have our being. So this afternoon, this morning, this evening, wherever you are, we are appreciating God. We are adoring his name. We are lifting up his name on high. And we are saying that, Lord, we appreciate you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we adore your name. Lord, we lift up your name. If not by your grace, where will we be? Where will we be? Where will we be? Even as we talk, even as we seek people, I speak, uh, people are in their sick bed. People are going through a lot. People are in the prison. Some are dead. And God, and God has been merciful, God has been awesome, God has been gracious unto us. And today we have the privilege, we have the opportunity to be part of the living. We appreciate you, Jesus, we appreciate you, we appreciate you, we appreciate you. From the beginning of this month of April, from the beginning of this month, until the 21st day, God has been good. He has protected us. He has guarded our lives. We wake up every morning and come in in the evening. God has been awesome. He has led us through the still waters. And the Bible said, though we will walk through the valley and the shadow of death, we fear no evil because we know and believe that God is with us. So from the very first day, God has been with us. God has protected us. God has got us. We've gone about our duties, our works. Our children, my God, they go to school, they come back. God has been grateful. Our spouses, our friends, our siblings, our parents, they go about their duties and come back. And it is the doing of the Lord. It is the doing of the Lord. It is the work of Yeshua Amashiach. It is the gracious work of Jesus that has given us this opportunity. So from the beginning of this month up to today, 
the 21st day, from the beginning of this week, God has been gracious unto us this week. He has helped us. He has led us. He has protected us. He has guarded our life. Our month of gratitude. Father, we show gratitude by thanking you, God, by appreciating you, by giving you all the adoration, by giving you all the exaltation, by giving you all the adoration that you are good and your mercy endure it forever. What a mighty God we serve. What an awesome God we serve. What all sufficiency God we serve. We thank you. From the beginning of this week, the enemy tried, the devil tried, principalities and powers. They tried, but God had been awesome. God had been sufficient. God has been there for us. They wanted our shame. They wanted our embarrassment. They wanted our disgrace. But God said, hey, in the disgrace, I will show you mercy. I will show you grace. I will take you out and I will prove to the world that you serve a living God. What a mighty God. What a glorious God. What an awesome God we serve. The Lord is good all the time. And beloved, all the time, the Lord is good. What a gracious God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. We wake up in the morning. We wake up from the starting of the month. Look at the life of our children. They go out there to schools, to colleges, to work. And God protects them. He guards them. Sometimes how would we even know they prayed? But we believe and have faith in our prayers. And they are safe. They are guarded. They are directed by the Spirit of God. We are grateful, God. We appreciate Him. We adore His name and we lift up His name on high. What a mighty God we serve. What a glorious God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. What a marvelous God we serve. We serve a God who loves us. Who cares about our life. The Bible said that even the single hair. The very. He knows the very number of hair. That is on our head. He knows the very number. He knows. That's how far he cares. That's how much he cares. About our life. He loves us so much. What a glorious God. What an awesome God. We thank him today. Beloved. Wherever you are, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
in Psalm 9, the Bible said, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will give thanks to you, God, with all my heart. I will give thanks unto you. With all that is within me, I will appreciate you. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. All the wonderful deeds I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. What an auction God will say. Beloved, today, with our testimony, with our word of our testimony, we are saying to the world that the Lord is good, that the Lord is wonderful, that the Lord is marvelous, that the Lord is great, that the Lord is kind unto us. So the Bible said, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful things. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Moses. As one my God of you, as one my I will be glad and rejoice in you. I am glad we are glad today and we will continue to rejoice in the Lord. We will continue to be glad. We will continue because we know that we have and we serve a living God. We serve a powerful God. We serve a glorious God. We serve a wonderful God. We serve all sufficiency God. So I will sing the praises of your name, O Moses. God of I will sing the praises of him. I will sing the praises of him, O Moses. I will sing of his glory. I will sing of his honor. I will sing of his mercy. I will sing of his sufficiency to the world. For God is good. And God has been marvelous unto me and my family. God has been glorious unto us on this prayer network at the hour of Gethsemane and today Friday edition 21st day in the month of April 2023 we appreciate him and we adore his name we lift up his name on high Swan, my father, I'm a winner. 
Joshua and I welcome you all today to our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. There is the hour of prayer, there is the hour where we seek the face of our Lord and Master Jesus behind our closed doors. It is another beautiful day, another glorious day on our prayer line, and we give God all the praise, we give Him all the adoration, and we give Him all the exhortation. Once again, I welcome you to the prayer altar. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Holy Ghost, we welcome you, Spirit of God, we welcome you, I am that I am, we welcome you to take over this platform, take over the altar, and Lord, let your will be done in the life of your people today. May we experience you and have you like never before. Ah, may we have you like never before, may we experience you like never before today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. Mm. More music on TrendyBeats.com How many of you like high life? This is not high life music. This is the highest life music. The Zoe life. Our own is highest life music. It's the highest life music. Eternal life is the highest life. Hallelujah. Man, are we ready? Are we ready? More music on trendybeats.com. My God. 
may the glory of God overtake somebody today in the name of Jesus. Receive the favor and the honor of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So quickly, 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 let's take our word of exhortation. Let's take our word of exhortation today. And we, we, we are good to go. That's the word of exhortation. We are good to go. Continue what we have been doing this month. The attitude of gratitude. The attitude of gratitude. I was worried and couldn't sleep. Was walking me. And salute all the grace and the unctions and the oils on the platform. God bless you me we are taking our word of exhortation today from the book of Habakkuk chapter number two verse two and verse three Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter two the first number two and the first number three we are taking our word of exhortation so very quick and I pray for you continue today on our prayer altar at the hour of Gethsemane named your servant George D. Graft why I come and join the worship people? chapter two, verse number two, and the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Write the vision, the vision, write it. The vision I'm giving unto you, write it. Oh, the Lord has given you a vision, a vision has been given. Write it down, write the vision. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and the Lord answered me and said unto me, Write the vision. Make it plain, write the vision and make it plain upon the tables. That he may run that read it. The verse number three, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. For the vision is yet for 
an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak. God said, The vision I have given unto you, number one, right here now, Chrotuo, Chrovision, or to us, and this one, you know, would have said Chrotuo. He said, Write down the vision. The vision that penned that for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Ah, that vision that God has given unto you, it is for an appointed time. Beloved, that prophetic word that has been given unto you, it is for an appointed time. That revelation that has been given, it is for an appointed time. It is for a season, it is for a moment. said but at the end it shall speak but at the end the vision shall speak ah that vision that god has given unto you that revelation that god has given unto you let no man lie that it will not come to pass let nothing confuse you let nothing frustrate you god said for the appointed it shall speak for the right moment the vision shall speak I pray for somebody today on our prayer altar that whatever the Lord has revealed unto you whatever God has given unto you at the appointed time it shall speak at the right time it shall speak is yet for an appointed time but at the end it shall speak but at the end the vision shall speak of the day that prophecy will be fulfilled at the end of the day that revelation it will come to a fruition i pray that any prophetic word of god concerning your life may that begin to speak may that begin to come to fruition now in the mighty name of jesus and the bible continue to say that and not lie the vision will not lie Sani swadi hunu enyantro debi enyantro yanokurapana wudadiakatrawano. It is not a lie, it is a true word, it is a sure word that God has given unto you. So beloved, pursue that vision, pursue that revelation, pursue that which God has deposited inside you for at the right time it shall speak. At the right time, there will be a fulfillment of that prophecy. There will be a fulfillment of that which God has deposited inside you. God, Kayadri Idandaya. Wait for it because it will surely come. Though it will delay the vision that you have written down, though it will delay, you know, sometimes we receive prophecies and visions and dreams, and you look as if it takes so long. But the Bible is admonishing us. Our word of exhortation for today is that though it will tell you, though it will delay, ah, 
forever, but it will not stay there forever. Beloved, the dream might delay hard, but there is a saying that delayance is not a denial. Though you will be delayed, but you cannot be denied. You prayed for it yesterday. The fact that it didn't come today does not mean that it will not come. The Bible says, write down the vision, and at the right time, it will come to fusion. The right time the vision will speak, though it will delay, though it will tell it, but the Bible said it will never be there forever, it will surely come to pass at the appointed time. Professor, and I declare over your head, I speak to your soul and your inner man, I speak to your spirit today that whatever that had been delayed in your life from today begin to experience a divine flow a divine flow whatever that has been delayed in your life from today you are receiving a divine answer you are receiving a divine flow somebody say a divine answer somebody say a divine answer a divine result for it because it will surely come. Though it tell it the meaning that though it will delay a little, but wait for it. Beloved, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Ah, don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a haste. Don't be in a haste. Don't be in a hurry. Wait for it at the right, at the appointed time. See the manifestation of that dream. You will see the manifestation of that prophetic word. You will see the manifestation of that vision. God will bring it to fruition. God will bring it to realization, and it will be like a dream. And the Bible said the other day in Psalm 126, the verse number one. And the Bible said, When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. It will be like a dream. My God, John chapter 9, Papa no one in the near fra, a briar my God. This afternoon, may the Lord change your position. May the Lord change your position. My God.
things are delaying. But the Bible said, though it will tarry, but wait for it. Surely, surely, there is a sure word. There is a promise. And the Bible said, the promises of God is yea and what? And amen. There is a sure word. Surely, though it will tarry, but wait for it, it will surely come to fusion. Doesn't matter the amount of demons and principalities and powers that have been raised from hell to attack your dream, it will surely come to manifestation. Doesn't matter the, the, the orchestration and the meetings of the witches and wizards against your dream and, your, and, and the prophetic word of God concerning your life, it will surely manifest. It will surely come to a fulfillment. It will surely come forth in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. Somebody say the devil is a liar. What I'm for now, can't go on and get the beer. Now, can't stress that. So, the word denounce. Mm-hmm. There be air muscle. There be basic air muscle. But once you don't be after one, I will buy a man coffee. One, I will buy a man coffee. You are not going to be the giver. You are not going to be a beggar. It is the way that you will be. You will be standing on the roadside and be begging. But from today, you are no more a beggar, but you are a giver. My God. Somebody say, I am a giver. I am a giver because I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am favored. The Bible said that for the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. For the expectation of the righteous, it will never be cut off. Though it will tell you, though it will delay, but it will never be cut off. It will never be aborted. I pray that any dream hijackers, any dream aborters that had been projected, that had been sent from the evil kingdom to attack your vision, to attack your dream, to attack expectation by divine authority, may their works be destroyed. May their works be destroyed. May their works be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Do it to tally, do it to tally, do it to tally, but uh, surely and sure and sure and surely it will surely come to pass. Our word of exhortation today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. Even before I pray. Jehovah Nisi Ansami Tobechuku He has done it for me He has taken away the Even before you pray the Lord will take over and the Lord will bring a result the Lord will bring an answer the Lord will bring you a miracle so beloved write down the vision and make it plain upon the tables. The vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak. Yes. Ah. At the end, the vision will be manifested. Yes. Our word of exhortation today. Let me pause here and welcome you once again to our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. Let me be some 
Our Gethsemane is the hour of prayer. The hour of Gethsemane is the hour where we seek the faith of our Lord and Master Jesus behind our closed doors. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Are you in the market? Are you in the shopping mall? Are you in the office? Are you in the workplace? Are you walking down the street? Where are you? This is where we seek the faith of our Lord and Master Jesus. Are you home? This is where we seek the faith of our Lord and Master Jesus behind our closed door. This song is for those people that he came through for. This is the hour of Gethsemane, the hour of Gethsemane, we say we are unstoppable. Ah, the hour of Gethsemane, we say we are unbreakable, we are undeniable, and we are unshakable. You cannot be shaken, you cannot be shaken. Mm -hmm. The devil is a liar, you cannot be shaken. Because the rock of ages, the rock of ages is backing you. The rock of ages is with you. At the hour of Gethsemane, we say we are undeniable. You cannot be denied. The devil is a liar. Wherever you enter, you cannot be denied. You will be accepted. Somebody say, I am accepted. Ah, you are accepted. The Lord has accepted you. And whom the Lord has accepted, no man can reject you. No man can reject you. No man, no man can deny you. Welcome you, Pastor Andre Jackson. Woman of God, how are you doing, Pastor Andre Jackson? God bless you, woman of God. Anna is with us today. Great woman of God, Pastor Andre Jackson. God bless you.
Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you too, Pastor Andre. You're doing good. You're doing good. God bless you. I believe the family is doing well. Pastor Andre, God bless you. God, people of God, I welcome everybody. I welcome you. We all welcome. God bless you. I'm so happy to have you today on our prayer line. Once again, I welcome my daughter, Francisca. Francisca, how are you doing? God bless you. God bless you, Francisca, my daughter. God bless you so much for joining us today. My dear sister, Brigitte Berry, my Bridget, uh, God bless you. In fact, this morning, Bridget has been a blessing unto me, and I really appreciate you. God bless you for your seed. I'm so grateful. Bridget Berry, my, I'm so honored. God bless you. Mommy Eva Chumberry, how are you doing? God bless you for the gift on the platform. I'm so honored and I'm so grateful. God bless you. Now, baby, now, baby, how are you doing? God bless you. You are warmly welcome. Tavia, Tavia, how are you doing? Tavia, God bless you for joining us today on our prayer line. Ruth Bar, how are you doing? God bless you. Hey, my dear sister, Hertie. Hey, Mommy, yeah, Asantua, how are you doing? So, Mommy, Namishrao, God bless you, my dear sister. God bless you for joining us today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. I believe my papa is doing well and all the children are also doing well. God bless you, mommy. God bless you. to us and even those that will listen later i say may the lord bless you may the lord keep you may the lord preserve you may the lord protect you and may the lord guard you and your family this month may this month be your month of miracle may this month be your month of signs and wonders and miracle ah in the name of jesus may this friday edition be your testimony ah may you experience that which you have presented before god yes may there be a result may there be a divine answer in the mighty name of jesus christ you are blessed
you are favored and you are highly honored god bless you let's start something for today that was the, our word of exhortation for today let's look at what we started yesterday the whole of this month we are talking about the attitude of gratitude the attitude of gratitude and by the grace of god god has helped us to know and to understand that in the christian dome in our christian walk in our christian journey one of the rudiments that god expects from you and i is gratitude and we say gratitude refers to the quality of being grateful the state of the child of god being grateful to god for what he has done for him or her we say gratitude had to do with the feelings of being great and being thankful being appreciative to god and to man we appreciate god for what he has done for us to us we appreciate men for what they have done for us and to us. We say gratitude has to do with, with, with the energy and the enthusiasms uh, that we deploy to show our appreciation. So on our focus scripture from the book of Luke chapter 17, we saw that after Jesus had healed the ten lepers, only one person returned and when he returned with a loud voice he praised the lord and then he lied down prostrate at the feet of jesus christ so i said the enthusiasm that we deploy look at the way he deployed the way to show an appreciation and to show gratitude to God for what he has done for us. So I said, don't expect a miracle to give thanks to God. But our first contact prayer when we wake up from our bed is to appreciate God for the life that he has given unto us. Then subsequently, all the things that God would do for us or has done for us, we appreciate him. We honor him. We adore him. We let the world know that he is God. It is he that we depend. It is he that has done this for us. So in all, we appreciate him. We adore his name. And we lift up his name on high. Yesterday we said, what are some of the ways to show gratitude to God and to man? We said gratitude is unto God and, and unto men. So what are some of the ways that as a child of God we, we, we have to go through to show gratitude to God? And we said number one, open thanksgiving and praise and testimonies. When God 
do something for us. Let's openly thank him. Let's praise him and let's share our testimonies. When God gives us miracle signs and wonders, let's come and share testimonies. Let's go out there and share testimony of what the Lord has done for us. Number two, we said service unto God and service unto men. We are talking about sacrificing and commitment and dedication to the things of God. And number three, we said giving unto God and unto men. So giving our time, giving our energy, giving our resources, giving money, giving clothing, shoes, whatever, material thing to support God's kingdom and God's work and God's people. And finally, we say prayer and intercession, praying for the kingdom of God, praying for believers all over the world, praying for unbelievers, praying for men of God, praying for ministries, praying for our family, praying for nations, praying for countries and towns and cities, and praying for the things of God. So these are the four things that we saw yesterday. Today, quickly, we are going to look at something that is very important. I made mention of it yesterday that today we are going to look at some of the acts, the things that we do that shows that we are ungrateful. So it is a question that we are going to answer today that why do you think we're so inclined to forget God and live as ungrateful people? Why? Do people live ungrateful lives? Or what are some of the ways that you and I will see that if I'm living this way, then I am being ungrateful. I am being ungrateful. I am being ungrateful. So let's look at this. And quickly we have some time to pray and we'll approach the altar with our supplication and with our prayer. Once again, God bless you all. Precious one, quickly, we are reading our focus scripture for this month, and we are taking it from the book of Luke, chapter 17, verse 11 to verse 16 now on his way to jerusalem jesus traveled along the borders between samaria and galilee as he was going into a village ten men who had leprosy met him they stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice jesus master have pity on us verse 14 when he saw them he said go show yourself to the priest and as they went, they were clinched. Verse 15. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Today we saw the ways 
to show our gratitude to God. And today we are looking at trying to solve this question as to why people inclined to forget God, to forget about the good thing that God has done for them and live a life of ungratefulness. A lot of people today are ungrateful. Let's be real. Sometimes we help people. Sometimes God performs miracles. And yesterday I was making an example. When, I, when we're talking about the service, people pray for husband, pray for job opportunity, pray, pray for childbirth, and when God gives them, they will, their relationship with God has ended. Their service to God has ended. And sometimes, instead of the miracle, to rather cause us to be so committed to the things of God, we are rather missing. We are rather no, uh, no more interested in the things of God. And that is a highest level of ungreatness or ungratefulness to God. And in the human aspect, sometimes you help somebody. You help a man. You help a woman. You help a friend. You help a family member. And it will turn out that the person, instead of the person to be grateful, the person now demonstrates a sign of ungratefulness. The person, instead of paying the good with good, they would rather pay the good with evil. Sometimes you will sit down and think and wonder why. Sometimes if you don't take it, you even regret of doing that good because you were thinking that you were helping the person, but the person turns it to be something else all over. So why do you think we're so inclined at a certain point to, to, to forget about God, to forget about what God has done and live ungrateful life. Number one, we are ungrateful because of affluence. We are ungrateful because of what affluence. And when we talk about affluence, we are talking about influence. We are talking about what we have. We are talking about our position. We are talking about our highest level or the highest level that we have attained in life. We are talking about our prosperity, our riches, our wealth, material comfort. We now see ourselves that we are so comfortable Everything is so okay with us. In First Timothy chapter 6, the apostle Paul addresses those who are rich in this present world. Beloved, each of us, compared to the rest of the world, are rich beyond our widest dreams. We are rich. Richness does not only mean having all the world, 
what we want in the world. But some have it. Sure. Sometimes we travel by the plane. We drive nice cars. We live in air conditioned homes. Have all the big plasma TVs and stuff, computers, the smartphones, whatever. We have them. We eat in a nice restaurant. And we worship in comfortable buildings, big buildings. And we forget that. It is God that has given us all this. On Thanksgiving, we ate a meal that people in most parts of the world could only dream of having. We eat the best of meal, the best of food, the best of everything. We live each day a luxurious life. We are promoted in, in our workplaces. We are promoted in society. We, we, in fact, we, we are raised to a higher level positions. And the positions and the affluences, the worth, what we have governed, now takes over us. And we now think that it is our experience. It is our wisdom. It is our knowledge. It is this. It, it, it is my hard work. Beloved, you will think that all these blessings will make us the most grateful people on this earth. But it turned out to be the opposite. Yes, you would think that having all these things, oh, every day you have to put it to God, that God, by the grace of God, I eat the best of meal, I travel with the best of cars and planes, in fact, I am in the highest position. Instead of that, to rather challenge us to give more glory to God, more honor to God, offer our services to God, help the kingdom of God, it rather makes us to forget. But often you know, this affluence that or what this affluence that is really to, 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 to make us feel that we are in the top of the world. We are on top of the world. We are on top of the game. We are on top of everything. So your position today Wherever you are today, your wealth, your affluence, wherever you find yourself today, as Christians, the Holy Spirit is reminding us today that don't allow your affluence for you to be ungrateful. Because the affluence of people influence of people, the wealth and the position of people have made people to forget about God. It has made people to forget about the things of God. They have even forgotten of giving thanks and appreciating God. And we have become ungrateful people because we think that all what we have today is our strength, is our knowledge, is our skill, is our experience, it is our hard work. So we turn out to be ungrateful people to God and even unto men. So one of the things that makes us to forget God 
and lead as ungrateful people is because of affluence, because of our wealth. Everything we want, we have gotten it. We think that now we have reached, we have got to the top. We don't need anybody. We don't need God. Somebody can even say that even today, if I don't work from today until I die, I will never lack because I have everything. Yes, God has given you everything, but attribute that which God has given unto you unto God. Let the honor be God. That it is God that has given you that. It is God that has given you that position. So you are not using your position to underestimate what God has done for you and what God is doing in our life. God bless you. The second reason why people live on as ungrateful people. The second reason why people forget about God and live as ungrateful people is pride. We are ungrateful people because of pride. Pride. You are welcome, Bruce. You are welcome. God bless you. Because of what? Pride. We are ungrateful people because of pride. Arrogance. Pride and arrogance. In fact, some people are so proud and so arrogant that if you meet them, you will think that they are God. You will think that even you, you are nothing. But take this. Psalm, Psalm 10 verse 4 reads, In his pride, the wicked does not seek God. In his pride, in his pride, proud and arrogant will make you forget about God. Make you forget that whatever you have today is God that has given it unto you. We are prideful because we think that we have earned all the things we have received. We end it. Oh, I end it. This result, I end it. It is my hard work. It is my influence. So I end it. If I end it, why would I attribute it to God? Why would I thank somebody? I got to the top, forgetting that people help you for you to get to the top there. We forget that people hold our life. People guard us before we go to the top there. But all what we know is that we end what we have received. So we say to ourselves, I've worked hard to get that job. I have worked so hard to, got, to, to get that position. I raise my kids to be good people. Yes, your kids are doing well in school. Your kids are coming out with their flying colors. You say, oh, I raise my kids very well. And you see other kids other people's children as drug addicts, 
Some are on the street and you think that your child is with you. Everything is moving because you raised your kid in, in, in a good manner. I raised my kids to be a good people. I studied for those grades. Those said that certificate, I studied for it. I earned the award. And there is somebody who has a sticker and it reads the sticker reads i couldn't have done it without me the sticker reads i couldn't have done it without me so it means that without him or without her nothing could have been done instead of you saying i couldn't have done it without god I couldn't have done it without the people around me. I couldn't have done it without my family. I couldn't have done it without these lovely people. It's so serious, Mommy Eva. So serious issue. I couldn't have done it without me. That is somebody's sticker. He has got to a position and the pride and the arrogance has taken over his life. And he thinks that everything he has done, everything he, he, he has today is because of him. He did everything. Beloved, and in our pride, we don't even think to thank God. We give ourselves a pat on the back and forget that it is God who has blessed us. We forget that it is God that has given us that opportunity. In his pride, in his pride, the wicked does not see God. In all his thought, there is no room for him. There is no room for God. In all his thought, in all the thought of the wicked, because of pride and arrogance, there is no room for God. There is no place for God in his life. And in our pride, we have forgotten that it is God who gives good gifts from above. I will say that all gifts and all good gifts are from above. It is from God. It is he that gives us the ability to make wealth. So wherever you are today, whatever position you find yourself today, it is not because you are the best for that position. You are in marriage not because you are the most handsome or you are the most beautiful woman on earth. There are a lot, there are a lot of handsome men out there. There are a lot of beautiful women out there. But it is the grace of God that has located you. So don't use your position to downplay on people. Don't use your position or your level to, today to downplay on the, on the intelligence of other people and that of God. So one of the ways, one of the things that makes us to forget God and live as ungrateful people is pride. The first one I say affluence. Number two is pride. 
God bless you. Let's move to point number three. We are talking about four things and we are going to zoom into prayer. God bless you. Number three, why people become ungrateful and forget God is we are ungrateful people because of who we hang around with. We are ungrateful people because of who we hang around with. We are ungrateful people. People, because of our friends, the Bible said that birds. Uh, now there is a saying. What would it just? What would it, what would it just? A, 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 a proverb, and it goes that birds of the same feathers they flock together. So let's be careful of people that we hang around with. Let's be careful. Of the choice of friends and the choice of people that we hang around with. Some of us live among such ungrateful, negative people that we soon turn in fact irritable and, 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 and they live some kind of bitter life. They live some kind of pride, live with pride, live with arrogance. We live. Uh, we have friends who are unbelievers, who doesn't believe in God. We have friends, we have company of friends who think that all what they have today is because of them. The Bible says that bad company corrupt good character. Bad company corrupt good character. First Corinthians 15, 33. And the time we spend with negative and ungrateful people Will influence us. Bad company. You might have a good attitude, a good attitude of gratitude, but the people you are moving with doesn't have that attitude of gratitude. They are ungrateful people. And if you are moving with ungrateful people, there is no way. For instance, you are, you, 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 you are people who are unbelievers. And one day you wake up and say, oh, this month, the Lord has blessed me. So I want to go and bless my church. I want to go and bless my pastor. I say, hey, what are you talking about? You want to, you want to, you want to go and give your money to the pastor to, to, to eat? Oh, this week I'm free. So there's an activity going on in the church. So let me go and help. Let me go and partake. Say, oh, where are you going? You Every day you are in church. Every day you are on prayer line. Every day this and that. Every day God. Every day God. So the time you realize 
you stop going to the meeting you stop going for the fellowship you you have stopped doing what you god has prompted you to do because of the people that you are living with bad company corrupt good character and the times that we spend with this negative and ungrateful people will influence us whether we want it or not it will influence us the time we spend with them we move with them we do everything with them they are people who complains a lot and we are with them they are people who doesn't believe in the things of god we are with them so beloved for us to live a grateful people as grateful as as a grateful people let's move with people who understand the things of god who believe the word of god people who help our spiritual life people who help us to grow in god precious one do you believe that ingratitude and grumbling and complaining are just addictive like people are addicted to drinking addicted to smoking addicted to that and that it's like an addiction every day keep complaining this and that and so if you move with those people you will also become addicted it's like your friend smokes and every day you are with it with that person he smokes and the smoke goes to you know one day you want to try the smoke your friend he drink or she drinks one day you will try to drink and the time you realize you become addicted as him or her so let's move with people who understand the things of god let's move with people so you see that these people everywhere they complain some of us if we come to church and we complain because these people they come and they are complaining so the time you realize you are also feeling start you also start complaining so beloved Let's move with the right people. If you continue to move people who people who grumble, people who complains a lot, you go to the you go to church with them and they will tell you that the preacher is even delay. Let's get up and go home. So we have people who goes to church and with the service with with the service not close, they pick up their back and they are going. It's a sign of ungratefulness. If God has done something for you and you complain of time and time and get up and go. People will say, "Oh, I hope they 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 don't sing too many songs. They are singing too much. They are singing too much worship. The worship is too long. The praises is too long. It is too cold out here. It is too hot in the church. Let's get out." So you are moving with these people, you also pick your back and you are going. Beloved, let's move with people who love the things of God. Let's move with the right people so that our lives are not affected by their negative attitude, their negative character. For a bad company corrupt good character. God bless you. As we decide to hang around 
with people who understand the things of God. But if you continue to hang around with people who are ungrateful people, you will also become grateful. You will forget about what God has done to you and what God has done for you. You will forget it and act ungrateful. Let's move to last but not the least. The fourth point. And let's have some time and pray together. God bless you. Point number four, we are ungrateful people because of circumstances. People become ungrateful because of circumstances, mostly bad circumstances, tough circumstances, difficult circumstances makes people too. Be ungrateful. It is hard to rejoice and be thankful when the bills are piling up and the company is considering laying you off. And often the reason behind our ingratitude is bad circumstances. The Bible says that Paul and Silas find themselves in a bad, a bad circumstance, but they sing praise and thank the Lord. How would you feel? Bills are piling up. Your kids' school fees are coming. Bills for grocery. Home upkeep, uh, utility bills, your rent, a whole lot of bills are coming and you are not seeing any source of fund to settle them. These are circumstances that if you are not careful, you will begin to forget God, you begin to appreciate God, you will begin to forget to appreciate God for your life. It will be difficult for you to rejoice and be thankful. So, beloved, circumstances, especially bad circumstances, causes people to be ungrateful. Bad circumstances causes people to be ungrateful. You see that your company is laying off staff or workers. And by the look of things, you are going to be affected. Will you thank God for your life? Will you thank God for your family? No. We see ourselves complaining. We see ourselves. But you don't know the reason why that layoff is going to affect you. You don't know that God is opening another door for your life. So Paul and Silas were arrested. They were in the prison. 
And the Bible said in the middle of the night, they were singing praise. They were thanking God. And immediately the Lord appeared with an angel. And the prison gate were broken. The, the, the chains were loose. And God brought them out. Do you also remember? When Moses took the Israelites into the desert. And they became entrapped. By the Red Sea, with Pharaoh's army in a heavy pursuit of them. When they turned their back, the armies of Pharaoh were coming. And when they looked straight, the Red Sea, when they looked left and right, the mountains. So they had been entrapped. By the Red Sea and the far and the armies of Pharaoh. And Exodus chapter 14, verse 10 to verse 11. The Israelites they look up and they and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? Have you seen? When the people of Israel saw the Red Sea, when they saw the circumstances, when they saw the bad circumstance, the army is coming after them. The Red Sea had been a stumbling block. Then they now tend to grumble. They tend to complain to Moses. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to die in the desert or to die on the desert? Beloved, the Israelites' first reaction to their tough circumstances was to grumble, was to complain instead of acknowledging that Whatever situation, God is able to take them out. Maybe today, it is hard for you to be thankful because you are, you, you are trapped by a situation in your life that is really tough. You are experiencing a very tough situation. You have been entrapped from your left to your right. You don't know where to go to. You don't know what to do. You don't know even the decision to make. Don't be ungrateful. Don't complain. Don't mama. Don't grumble. But remember, when you come down, Moses says something to the people. He said, don't be worried. For the Egyptian that you see today, you will see them no more. For the Lord will deliver you. So beloved, don't allow the circumstances, don't allow the situation to make you or to cause you to complain and deny the power and the might of God. But believe that whatever predicament you are going through, God is able. He is a covenant-keeping God. The Bible said that he is not a man that he will lie. He will surely come through for you. 
the Lord will surely come and deliver you. So whatever bad situation, whatever bad circumstance, don't deny your God. Don't be afraid. Don't complain. Don't mama. Don't give up. But believe in your God. Have hope, hope in our God that he is, that if he delivered Paul and Silas from the prison, if he was able to divide the Red Sea for the people of Israel to go through and brought a solution to the predicament and the, situ- and, and the circumstances for the people of Israel, then he is able to do it for us. The God of possibility. The God of all possibility. He will do it. It is possible. So don't allow the bad situation to cause you to be ungrateful. Mind you that all what that Job went through, Job went through a lot. From the beginning of this month, I pick a word of exhortation from Job. The Bible says, in a day, Job lost everything. He had 10 children. He lost all the 10 children. He lost everything. His camels, his sheep, his, his cows, his servant. Job lost everything. Job lost everything. But the Bible said, within a day, the Lord restored the fortunes of Job. And he even got double of what he lost. Because Job, Job never gave up. In fact, Job's wife, Job's friends, they all came and said, Job, deny your God and die. But Job never denied his God. Job believed in his God. He knew that whatever situation, his God would come through for him. And the Bible says, surely God came through for Job. So beloved, don't allow the situation you are going through to make you ungrateful. But believe that God has done something. God has done it before. So he will do it. He has solved that problem before. So he will solve that problem. He has answered that prayer before. So he will answer that prayer. So don't tend to grumble. Don't tend to mama. Don't tend to complain, but believe in your God. Tend to your God in prayer. Don't give up. If you give up, it is a sign of ungratefulness. If you complain and stop moving, it is a sign of ungratefulness. So I say we are ungrateful people because of bad circumstances. When when we are faced with bad circumstances, we tend to be ungrateful people. Example, where the people of Israel, when they saw the Red Sea and saw the Egyptians coming, in fact, they started complaining. They started complaining and complaining and complaining. And they even told uh, Moses that, is it that we don't have a place if we die in Egypt, they will bury us and are bringing us to the desert here to come and die and, and lie here and God rotten without a tomb being laid on. And the Bible said, the Lord brought deliverance. The Lord brought deliverance. If you wait on God, because Moses believed in God. The people were ungrateful, but Moses was not great, was not ungrateful. The people were ungrateful, but Moses was not ungrateful. We give you thanks and all things. 
specific reasons cause or causes you to be ungrateful it could be a combination of many things like example we talk about today pride affluence a company of friends a habit or circumstance bad circumstances but whatever the case but whatever the case I think we all wish we could learn to be more thankful and to develop a spirit of thanksgiving in our lives. Let's learn, and as we've learned today, to develop a spirit of gratitude, a spirit of praise, just like the leper, the only leper who returned, who came back and thanked Jesus. Jesus said, Ah, is it not 10 people that were healed? But why the only why is the only one person came back? Why? Beloved, be let's be that one person who always return to give gratitude to God. Let's be only that one person that will come and thank God and appreciate God for what he has done, for what he is doing, and for what he is about to do in our lives. Precious one, God bless you. This is where we bring today's curtain to a close and zoom into prayer. Today we've looked at why do you think we're so inclined to forget God and live as ungrateful people. And we said the first step or the first point is that we are ungrateful because of affluence. Number two, we said we are ungrateful because of pride and arrogance. Number three, we said we are ungrateful people because of who we hang around with. And number four, we said we are ungrateful people because of bad circumstances. Because of circumstances, because the circumstance is bad, we tend to forget God 
what God can do and what God is able and capable of doing. Let's learn today to develop the habit, to develop the attitude of, great, of, of gratitude. Let's develop our attitude of gratitude. Let's develop our attitude of thanksgiving. Let's develop our attitude of praise. Let's develop our attitude of appreciation to God and unto man. That in all situations, we will be grateful to God, we will appreciate God, and we will appreciate men that are, that are a blessing to our lives, that help us to reach a milestone, that help us to get to the point, let's appreciate them, let's thank them, but let's not be that man. Let's not be that man that had a sticker. The man that had a sticker that reads, I couldn't have done it without me. Let's not be that man, that ungrateful man who had a sticker that reads, I couldn't have done it without me. A sign of pride, a sign of arrogance, a sign of total dependence on self. But today, let's move and rely on God and depend on God. And our attitude of gratitude will position us at the place of a higher altitude in the mighty name of Jesus. Type a big amen. If you can hear me, God bless you. And let's zoom into prayer before we approach the altar at the hour of Gethsemane. God bless you. to speak what you want to see. I will enjoy. I will enjoy. Trendybeats.com This is the year that the Lord has you my dear sister now baby for the gift on the platform god bless you now baby for the gift you are also welcome thickness gloria chapman mommy how are you doing god bless you thickness gloria chapman god bless you things are falling in place for me this year all the land will yield for me this year lord you go ahead of me sign of our gratitude let's go before our Lord and maker this morning or this afternoon with thanksgiving let's thank the Lord and Psalm 9 verse 1 Psalm 9 verse 1 said I will praise thee O Lord with my whole heart I will show forth all thy marvelous work. I will show forth all his marvelous work. 
that is a side of gratitude he said i will praise thee i will praise thee O lord with all my heart with my whole heart i will show forth all thy marvelous work your works i will show forth your works to the world i will be glad and i rejoice in it so this morning this afternoon we are praising god we are lifting up our voice and we are saying that lord i thank you i thank you for my life i thank you for my family i thank you for the word today I thank you for the hour of Gethsemane. I thank you for the life of Pastor George. I thank you for the life of my parents. Thank you for the life of my children. I thank you for the life of my family. I thank you, oh God, for all that you have done for me. And I lift up your voice, somebody, and let's appreciate him. Let's thank Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you this afternoon. We have sought your name, Lord. We praise your name. We honor your name, Lord, in the name of Jesus. He called Thank the Lord this morning. Thank him, thank him. Adore his name for the gift of life. Thank him for your family. Thank him for your children. Thank him for your marriage. Thank him for education. Thank him for your life. Thank him for everything that the Lord has done for you. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. next prayer we are praying this afternoon we are praying this morning that god guard my heart guard my heart and guard my mind against affluence god if you bless me guard my heart and guard my mind not to be ungrateful god if you bless me with something guard my heart to be directed to you guard my mind to be directed to giving 
thanks and be appreciative unto you. Father, guard my heart so that I will not be ungrateful. Father, guard my mind so that I will not be ungrateful. Father, don't let affluence, don't let my positions, ah, anything that will make me to be ungrateful. Lord, guard me against it. Lord, guard me against it. Guard me against a situation where, oh God, I will tend to forget about you. God, guard me. Lift up your voice and say, Lord, guard me. Guard my heart. Guard my mind. Ah, that even in a state of affluence, I will be grateful unto you and I will not be ungrateful. In the name of Jesus, ah, that I will be grateful and I will not ungrateful. In the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your voice, somebody, and pray. That I may be grateful, even in the state of affluence and a higher position and blessing and wealth. God, got my mind, got my heart, got my mind, got my heart. He covered Guard me, Lord. Guard my heart. Guard my heart. Guard my heart. Guard my mind. In the name of Jesus Christ. in the state of a higher position and a higher affluence and influence, the Lord will lead you. The Lord will guard your heart. The Lord will guard your mind. The Lord will protect you against ungratefulness. And the Lord will cause you to remember him in the name of Jesus Christ. In a situation that will cause you to be ungrateful, but that will be counseled from your life by the power of our Lord and Master Jesus. Beloved, we are praying our next prayer that God today we pray against pride and we pray against arrogant. Beloved, pride and arrogant is a stealer of blessing. It steals our blessing. It steals our next level of promotion because when pride and arrogant takes over you, your next level of blessing, you will never receive it. When pride takes over your life, you will forget God. The pride, he never thinks about God. He never seeks God. That God, anything that will make me arrogant and pride, I counsel it in the name of Jesus. I come again the spirit of pride. I come again the spirit of arrogance. Some people, 
their position, their marriage, their education. They think that they've got it all. They've done it all. As the sticker of that proud man reads, that I couldn't have done it without me. Never in our life. But we will attribute everything to God. So we are lifting up a prayer this morning. We are lifting up a prayer this afternoon. God, God has again the spirit of pride and arrogance. We cancel every pride and arrogance from our life. And we pray that in all situations, we'll be grateful unto you. Lift up your voice, somebody, and let's pray in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that by the blood of Jesus Christ, May the spirit of pride and arrogance be taken away from your life. We can't come against any spirit of pride to fight against the will of God concerning your life. May that be counseled in Jesus' mighty name. I pray that may the heaven deploy the Holy Ghost to come and lead you and to guard you and your family in Jesus' mighty name. We are lifting up another prayer. We are praying to God. That God, guard me against negative people. There are some people, when they come into your life, they don't add anything to your life, but they only come to subtract. They only come to divide. They only come to kill what God has given unto you. We are praying against any negative people that had been sent or that will be sent onto or into our life to bring us down, to make us ungrateful. Any negative people, uh, in the name of Jesus, we come against any imposters. Some people, there are imposters. There are some men. They come into your life and they are imposters. There are some women they come into your life to come and deceive you. Oh, I'll marry you. I'll do this. I, 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 I'll help you. I'll do this. Oh, let's be friends. The time realize they have influenced you negatively. They have taken you out from the way of God. They have taken, in fact, they have destroyed your life. But we are praying that God will come against any imposter. We come against any negative people that the enemy or the devil will send to our life. To come and destroy our life in Jesus' mighty name, we are lifting up a prayer against negative people in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray, somebody. (laughs) 
connection now. The Lord is connecting you now, 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 in Jesus' mighty name. for you that in the name of Jesus this month of April may you be connected to great people may you be connected to right people people that will help your destiny people that will help your dream people that that, that will support your dream people that are, 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 are divinely designed for your life those praying for wife receive it May you be connected to that woman. Those praying for husband. May you be connected to that right man that will treat you as a queen. That man that will treat you so preciously. May you have that woman that will humble and submit to you in the name of Jesus Christ. May you be connected. Those praying for ministerial opportunities may you be connected now to ministerial helpers great men of god those praying for business breakthrough may god connect you to business moguls business magnates in the name of jesus christ ah, i see a divine connection a supernatural connection may you be connected those looking for financial assistance for financial help May God connect you financially. May God connect you to people that will help you financially in your business, financially in your education, financially in every aspect of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, Arikavali Andri Idash, Imarados Kabalada. May you be connected now. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Our final prayer, we are praying that God, any bad circumstances that will cause me to be ungrateful, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. I come against any Red Sea. I come against any problem and affliction that will cause me to be ungrateful. I come against every works of the enemy. Lift up a voice right now. Let's pray right now in the name of Jesus. Lift up a voice, somebody. Ah, that the devil will bring it to my life in the name of Jesus. 
and will cosmically ungrateful. I cancel it. I cancel it. I cancel it. I cancel it. I black it. I black it. I black it. I black it. In the sea, in the wells of the enemy. I break poverty. I break sickness. I break accident. In Jesus' mighty name, anything that will cause me and my family to be ungrateful, we break it now. 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 Now, da 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 that will cause you to be ungrateful. Sickness is one of the things that if you are not careful, it will take you from the presence of God. I've seen because of sickness, families take their people to consult mediums to find solution for their son or their daughter. I pray that no sickness, no infirmity will visit your home, will visit you, your husband, your wife, will visit your children in the name of Jesus Christ. I counsel every sickness that will cause you to be ungrateful. I counsel accident. I counsel any injuries that will cause you pain. And causes you to be ungrateful. I cancel it from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I cancel poverty. One of the things that makes people to be ungrateful. Is lack. Insufficiency. Poverty. When the bills are coming. And there is no money. But today I pray. And cancel insufficiency from your life. And I declare financial stability in your life. Financial stability in your home, stability in your careers, stability in your finances. In Jesus' mighty name, I come against insufficiency. I come against any spirit of poverty, any spirit of lack fighting against men in your family, any spirit of lack fighting against women in your family. I come against it in Jesus' name. I come against it in Jesus' name. I come against it in Jesus' name. I decree and declare that you are free from any bad situation that will cause you to be ungrateful. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus Whatever we have one thing to do before we close. Today, we are going to approach the altar as we started on Wednesday, yesterday, and today. The hour of Gethsemane is an altar. And Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, the blood of Jesus, God is on this altar. So we are approaching the altar with our supplication. So whatever you want God to do for you this month, whatever God you want God to do for you this year, and the years beyond, we are coming to speak it into the altar. And the altar will speak. So this session is called the altar must speak. The altar must speak. 
the altar of God will speak for you. Whatever that is your prayer request, you are coming to speak it on this altar. You hold your cell phone, your tablet, whatever, and speak it out. And the altar will speak for you. But it's unfortunate our time is up. So this session is closing. But I'm coming back. Let's use 20 minutes to speak to the altar. And the altar will speak. God bless you all for joining today. I appreciate and acknowledge all the men and the women of God on the platform, the sisters, the brothers, the spiritual sons and daughters. I appreciate everybody. God bless you. Let's come back within one minute and go to the altar and speak our request. And the altar will speak. This session is called The Altar Must Speak. I am with the Father.